Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ants. They're organized, industrious, and hungry. But in the undergrowth, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Empires of the Undergrowth is a fast-paced ant colony management game developed by Slug Disco Studios. Underground, you build your nest, construct tunnels, and store food. On the surface, your ants claim territory, gather resources, and clash with other colonies. Head to thenakedscientist.com forward slash empires game for more. Hello. Hola. And welcome to the Naked Gaming Podcast. Now do it in Spanish. Hola. Welcome to the Naked Gaming Podcast. Podcast. Is that Spanish? Flexi. But we've been back from España. Well, the Canary Islands. Español. Español. Uh, we've been practicing our Spanish, haven't we? Um. All I can say is dos margaritas, por favor. <laughs> and that's all we needed. Yeah. It's funny because everyone says, oh, you look very well. And I think, what does, what I does, look that, like? what does that mean? What did I look like before? I looked unwell. <laughs> you, you look tired, overworked. <laughs> so we had a holiday. And as we mentioned in the last podcast, then we came back and it was, it's been a rush. Every day has been a crazy rush, hasn't it? I feel like I've literally stepped off the plane and haven't stopped ever since. I got a message um, as we landed saying, can you work tomorrow? I was like, what? No, I got a phone call in Arecife Airport saying, uh, <laughs> yeah, can yeah. you change your shifts around because we've got no staff? I'm like, I'm literally not even back from my holiday yet. <laughs> you do win, I must say. Uh, we've played a few games, though, and so we're going to bring them to you this month. We've got Alex Rhodes, who's back after last month playing a real game. He's got another one, Battlefield 2042. All the countries in the world dissolve apart from, and you'll never guess there's two countries. Guess which ones? Yes, that's right. America and Russia. Russia's still the bad guys. And don't forget, you can follow us online. We're at Naked Gaming Pod. Now it's the news time and here is the very brown, and it's all real, Lee Milner. Ubisoft is emailing Far Cry 6 owners with a roundup of their playtime so far, prompting a mixed response from some fans. The email, written in the style of the game's villain, El Presidente, is essentially a message meant to encourage your character, Danny Rojas, back into action. Hola, Rojas. I wanted to thank you for giving me free reign in Yara. Take it easy and know that Yara is in capable hands. Surely you can do better than this. Now they're emailing you, hassling you if you stop playing. I am the Games Master, and welcome to my power station. Games Master is back, the classic show from the 90s where contestants go head-to-head playing video games, returns to our screens with Trevor McDonald as the Games Master, available now on YouTube and E4. 
Xbox are celebrating their 20th birthday this month. Happy birthday, Xbox. On November the 15th, they released a statement saying we're hard at work on the road ahead and what's to come in the next 20 years. Also, Halo Infinite has been delayed until next year at least. You can play an early version of the multiplayer, but hopefully campaign co-op and Forge will be out before 2041. Imagine you put on your glasses or headset and you're instantly in your home space. In one of the strangest video adverts of all time, Facebook announced that they're changing the overall company name to Meta as they shift their focus to creating what's called a Metaverse. The idea is that you'll head into a game where you can watch films, meet up with friends, play games, learn. It's like a game called Second Life, which first came out in 2003. This is wild. So the metaverse, can you see yourself doing that? Did you ever play Second Life? Because I didn't really. No. I was too young for it when it first came out. I think I would have been, well, 13. Why Why do they want to change their name? <laughs> well, it's confusing because the overall company that owns Instagram, Facebook and all the rest of it is called Facebook. <laughs> oh, I see. So it's a bit confusing. I see. So their company is called Meta, although Facebook is still called Facebook. Oh. They're going to do this metaverse where they want you to wear a headset, like a VR headset, mm. and then go and... Let's say you wanted to watch go a film. Metaverse, yeah. And you wouldn't have to actually sit next to me in real life. You could just put your headset on, and I could put one on at work in my break, and we That's could bonkers. go to the cinema together. That's something, like, literally, that you'd think, that'll never happen. Mm. Only, like, the future, in the far, far future. But we're already here. We're living it. Have you seen... Well, you've seen Wreck-It Ralph. I know, because we saw it together. It's like Wreck-It Ralph, where the, the characters can go into different games. Oh, yeah. So it's like if you're if you're playing Zelda and then you decide that you want to cross over and, you know, go and play Mario Kart, mm. you can do that in the metaverse. It's like one massive linked up. I don't have to shrink and go into a cable and walk into the next I mean, It hasn't yet game. been confirmed. Oh, okay. Stop kidding around, Snake. Snake! Netflix have entered the world of gaming. Of course they have. Now, I'm going to ask you this, Lee to play your first ever Netflix game right what? now. What? So, let's see how you get on. All right. Have you got your phone here? Of course I have. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook. Never any further than like five metres away from me. Yeah. So, without any guidance at all, I want you to play a Netflix game. Netflix app. Uh, new and hot. No, but nothing about games. Can you see a single thing that even suggests that they provide games everyone's watching top 10 downloads no nothing about games that's exactly what happened to me so what you do is you do everything you've just done Mm. but you've got to scroll down even further so you go past popular now past my list past trending keep going eventually it will say netflix gaming no i can't find oh wait no i found it (laughs) how far down did you have to scroll quite far down It's just above the watch it again. So let's say, no, okay, I'm going to play a Netflix game. So what do you do? I mean, it's not looking very good. I mean, the first game they recommend is Card Blast. Mm. Go to Stranger Things 3 because that's a Netflix series and they've created a game that's around the series. So it kind of ties in. Get game. Yeah, get game. Oh, you've got game. I mean, if I was on the the tube and I wanted to play a quick game... You couldn't. I don't think I'd have the patience. You'd be under the tunnel by the time this is loaded. So what it does is it takes you to the Apple App Store and then you end up downloading the game from the Apple App Store, which you can just do anyway. I mean, whoever they got to to kind of put this all together, they need to have a quiet word with. 
six games available-ish at the moment. Bowling ballers. <laughs> bowling what? <laughs> bowling bowlers. Bo- bowling ballers. Why can't you say that? I don't know. <laughs> Shooting hoops, teeter, and that's it. Yeah. So when they launch something like Disney+, Plus, you've got to have huge series that will make people subscribe and stuff like that. You've got to have, you know, The Mandalorian, and now they've got all the Star Wars stuff, and you know, all the films and everything, they've got the Marvel stuff. This is the softest launch I've ever known, where they go, oh yeah, we're thinking about doing games. And then they put six available, and all it does is it links you to the Apple App Store, which you can do anyway. They look pretty basic as well. It's like Apple Arcade, but with just no originals. Nothing special about it, so I don't know why they've done it. Oh, you're playing it now. I think we've got it. Wow, this is retro! Look at that! I actually played it for a little bit, it's actually quite fun. Whoa. Whoa. Is the phone ringing? Yeah, I've got to go answer it. So it looks very similar to Pokemon. You know, the first ever Pokemon on uh, your Game Boy. So it's Hopper. It's late. This better be good. Flo. Emergency chief. Four children have gone missing. It's that bias boy and his friends. <laughs> okay, Flo. I'll look into it. Okay, so I'm guessing you're Hopper. Yeah, so anyway. So very low budget kind of... I probably wouldn't spend more than two minutes on that. And also, you can get that game anyway, just on the App Store without Netflix. You can just buy that game. So it's not like Netflix made that game or anything special. It's just already available. So why they need to come up with some originals. Mm. They need to make it much easier to find the games. They need to uh, maybe contact some local independent gaming companies and say, hey, want to make some games for us? There's a lot more to be desired in this, I think. Now, before we went on holiday, we promised that we would review the new version of the Nintendo Switch, the OLED, or Organic Light Emitting Diode. I mean, whatever's sexier. Uh, <laughs> I think that was, that was. <laughs> <laughs> and we bought one. Yeah. We've got it right here. Imagine the Nintendo Switch. It's exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> Except for some unknown reason, they've made it like two millimetres wider which means that it doesn't fit properly in the case that we bought for it. Oh. Um, the screen is obviously better. Mm. What did you think of the screen? Uh, yeah, it's brighter. It's about it, isn't it? Yeah. It's not a huge improvement. <laughs> the best thing, though, is the, the kickstand is a significant improvement. Remember the old one where it was like about a centimetre wide and your switch just kept falling over and over? Yeah. Why don't you have a go on the old kickstand here just to show the power of the kickstand? I mean, wow, it stands up on its own. Okay, but that's that's quite good. That was one of the big problems with the last one, to be fair. When we were uh, um, on the plane playing it once, it didn't stand up very easily. Because if you take the controls out mm. and you both want to play on an aeroplane, it works. Uh, but how much more expensive? So it's 40 quid more expensive at the moment. 40 quid? So that's not bad. One of the problems is when you're charging it and you've got the screen on, the fan goes into crazy overdrive mode, which I actually recorded. So this is when it's charging up. Wow. So, bit of an oversight. Sounds I, I like think. it's about to take off. <laughs> it does actually, doesn't it? Um, so 40 quid more expensive, £310. The normal one is 270 mm. So really this... Probably no reason to upgrade if you're happy. I think you don't need to upgrade, but if you haven't got a Switch and you're thinking of getting one, it's well worth the extra 40 quid. The only other argument is, because I only play in handheld mode, like a lot of people use it as a proper console, hook it up to the TV. I mean, how often do we honestly play it like that? Never. 
almost never. never. No. So if you're playing in handheld mode, it is probably worth thinking about mm-hmm. because the, mm-hmm. the old screen is is fine, but this is better. Also, another thing about the Switch, right, which I am devastated about. I'm sad about this. Because I like a his and hers sort of thing going on, especially with, like, consoles. Hmm. I thought when you bought this new Switch, that could be yours. Yeah, right? and you were going to have the and I was uh, going to have original the original Switch. one. Yeah, but apparently you can't do that. It locks the games that you buy to your profile, so you've got your game saves saved under your character, mm-hmm. and I've got mine under mine. Mm-hmm. And because some of the games we get for review purposes, we have to just pick an account to mm-hmm. sort of lock them to. You can't play the games that I've bought and i can't play the games that you've bought on separate consoles without being connected to the internet and even then it doesn't necessarily work what a joke so we're gonna have to sell that switch now what's gonna happen to the money i'm gonna use it to buy a rug or some new curtains probably but it looks honestly it looks really similar to the old version just the screen's brighter it's a little bit thicker and the kickstand is awesome you sound like me back off holiday just a little bit thicker (laughs) (laughs) On to new releases now, and uh, reporter Alex, the road to victory roads. Do you like that? (laughs) Yeah, I do, actually. (laughs) He'll love it. Has been given another blockbuster. It's Battlefield 2042. Attention all squads. The Russian troops are falling back. Do whatever you can to secure the sector. Hello Chris and Lee, it's Alex here. This week I'm playing uh, Battlefield 2042, so I'm sort of continuing my hot streak of not playing terrible iOS games and actually playing proper games. Um, I'm currently playing uh, on one of the new seven maps, Uh, this one's called Orbital. I'm on rush mode, which is like a classic uh, Battlefield mode, where you essentially sort of capture the objectives and push a defending team, you know, uh, from one side of the map to the other. We're on attack at the moment, so it's going all right. Like all sort of Battlefield games, this one really just chucks you in right at the deep end. It explains like how to play like Conquest and like Rush, which are the two main game modes, which everyone who's even got a cursory knowledge of Battlefield knows how to play and knows what's about. Um, But then like in terms of like customising your character, sort of your abilities, how to change your weapons, just sort of navigating the menus, it just kind of dumps you in it. So it's taken me a couple of uh, days to kind of figure out what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I'm now, you know, managing not to die for up to two, three minutes at a time. So I'm doing really well. The maps are really good. The ones I've played so far, they do really great sort of vertical maps. So it's not just all one big flat map. There's lots of different levels, buildings to climb, that sort of thing. The sort of gimmick for this one is it's set in the near future. And instead of the usual sort of dystopian stuff, they've looked at global warming and said, well, what if that thing that looks like it's going to happen does happen? Spoilers, it doesn't go very well for us. Um, Essentially, all the countries in the world dissolve apart from, and you'll never guess this, two countries. Guess which ones? Yes, that's right. America and Russia. Russia's still the bad guys. China's probably pretty uh, peeved off. But yeah, Russia's still number one there. Uh, And everyone sort of clusters together on these sides um, and just try and, you know, conquer what's left of the world. On the maps themselves, you have these big sort of great weather effects. So on this map... 
occasionally a big sort of cyclone will come through that will suck uh, people in and spit you out as well. Um, if you're in a helicopter and stuff, it'll smash you into the ground. It's really quite impressive. There's ones um, also that are like um, a big sandstorm. One thing at the moment I always say is that it's clearly got its problems. I'm not the most seasoned Battlefield player in the world. I played a few of them, but um, you know, not all of them. Because I've got the chat up on, the, on, on my side of the screen. And all that's coming through are people complaining that the game's broken, asking when they're going to patch this or that, why this weapon is rubbish. Why the... One particularly good bug is you can get a hovercraft and for some reason you can just drive directly up the vertical side of buildings. Uh, I hope they don't patch that one out because that one's pretty fun. Um, but yeah, it seems like, you know, the normal criticisms you get against EA is that they tend to rush games out and, um, you know, they're not fully ready. Seems like that one's held up. Oh, I just got killed again. Seems like that one's uh, sort of held up this time, to be honest. It's um, clearly not without its problems and some people are getting frustrated. One other thing that I should mention as well quickly before we wrap up, because I'm just getting absolutely smashed here, um, is uh, it's also got Battlefield Portal, which brings you back a number of um, classic Battlefield maps from some of the old games. So like uh, Bad Company, Battlefield 2, Bad Company, uh, 1943, Battlefield 3 as well. There's a few maps on that. I wonder why. I don't really know why. I mean, you know, some of those uh, will be beloved by the sort of franchise, but there'll be other people who are new to this game who are thinking, well, why didn't you just spend more time developing new maps and new modes and that sort of thing? At the moment, there's only two game modes on um, 2042, Conquest and, and Rush, as I say. I know that'll be updated as we go along, but maybe, you know, start with your best foot forward and put a load of content out to begin with rather than just, you know, relying on the fact that it's going to get drip-fed as the uh, as the sort of season progresses so good game good fun it's not it doesn't feel like a complete game yet and that is going to annoy some people i think thanks alex uh and you can get that now on pc xbox and playstation all for 50 quid so i've finally been forced into buying nintendo online (laughs) Oh, really? It was partly, Hang on, forced? Well, I, Explain. I, I resisted it for more than a year because mm. I thought, I'm not paying extra to play games online, but I needed to do it to back up our save files when we were swapping over the... You needed to do it, did you? Yeah, because I didn't want to lose Just my like progress. Just like you needed to get a new Switch. When yeah. our old one was perfectly fine. No, I like the screen better. Um, lots of games have online modes. There's Knights of the Old Republic, which has just been re-released for the Switch, uh, which is online if you want to check that out. It's about 10 quid, but... The main, the big remaster, the big retro revival for this month is Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy dash the definitive edition. It's a bit of a long title, in it? Well, that ought to put the coyote in the chicken coop, huh? Ooh, yeah! And if he's ratting us out, kill him. It's easy. Haven't you ever seen a movie? You say it like it's a bad thing. Shut up, Carl! So the reviews for this one have been shocking. Oh, really? <laughs> really shocking. Oh. GTA, right? You must mm. have played one of the oh, GTA. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which one's your favourite? Because there's in this one, there's GTA 3, which is like the classic. Mm. There's Vice City. Vice City was good. Oh. I liked that one. It's very like, atmospheric, yeah. isn't it? And then San Andreas. You had to manage various girlfriends. I mm-hmm. remember thinking, why am I doing this in a game? <laughs> um, but it was you could ride motorbikes and bicycles and yeah. stuff like that. How does this compare? Well... The reviews were really bad, and I saw them all first before I went into the game. So, you know, when you go in and you've got a bad feeling, mm. you think, oh, no, this is not, this doesn't bode well. Actually, it's, it's pretty good. People, okay. have, people have spent a long time looking for problems. And if you go out of your way to find, you know, a character with a 
funny face that doesn't look quite like the original mm. or you know some of the spelling is wrong on some of the posters which mm-hmm. you think really come mm-hmm. on like spelling the rain effect is the weirdest thing though it looks very aggressive oh it's like hard rain <laughs> you know when the rain's like almost sideways <laughs> and you think wow i mean it is, is an this based in yorkshire <laughs> Actually, we did just come back from Wakey, didn't we? It was like that. It was like that rain. But the graphics have been improved. It did feel a little bit like going back to my childhood playing these games. This was one of the first games that I can remember, like 3D amazing open world games. Mm. It's a bit of a disgrace, though, to call it the definitive edition and have spelling mistakes in. Don't you think? It's for the character face animations to be a bit poor and to charge 55 quid for the whole lot as well. You seem disgusted by this. Well, the problem is because Rockstar are known for making super quality games and this is their flagship game that everybody you know first bought from them really truly so how can you release this as the definitive edition and allow it to come out and it's not like they haven't had a lot of time to work on this they've had the pandemic um but they've had like, i think it's more than 20 years before this oh wow okay yeah when this yeah. original came out so, so they yeah. haven't rushed it either well they outsourced it to a company called grove street uh... now they worked with Grove Street Games on loads of things that have been really popular before, mm. like the 10th anniversary edition of GTA 3 and stuff like that. So they're a company that are very good at making ports. So they should have done a good job here, but they just didn't. What do you think happened? I think that someone who wasn't a true fan probably worked on the game and didn't right. check all the little details. You know, if people, if, if this is people's childhood, they're going to notice. They didn't know that Chris Barrow will be playing this <laughs> and writing down every mistake they've made. So you have failed. It's like cyberpunk. It, oh, sh- it should have been so good. And whatever yet, happened to that? The company released a statement saying, uh, the Grand Theft Auto series and the games that make up this iconic trilogy are special to us. The updated versions of these games did not launch in a state that meets our own standards of quality oh. or the standard our fans have come to expect. So they're not happy. We have planned updates and the game will reach the level of quality that they deserve to be. So, so someone's they, getting sacked. Someone is getting sacked. In the meantime, you can buy it now, like I did, for 55 quid. It's on the Switch, and it's the PS5, 4, Xbox, and it's on PC on the Rockstar Games Launcher. Should we do a simulator of the month? Go on, then. I think like, if you want to be a superhero, this game probably is your best bet. It's Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy. Gardeners of the Galaxy? What? No. Rocket. So I let Groot fill out the paperwork. So we got fined. We appear to be 6,963 units short. I know, we clearly need a plan. Okay, so you've been playing this. I played it last night. Right. What do you think? Because I'm intrigued. This is something I play, because Spider-Man was awesome. Oh, awesome. It's Miles Morales and the one before that. Oh, so good. So this isn't as good as that. Okay. It's a little bit like, you know that Avengers game that they had where you could play as Thor and Iron Man? And And nobody looked like any of the characters. It's, right. Exactly the same thing. Uh. So the, the problem is, if you have a big blockbuster film, you've got that image of those characters in your mind. When you're playing Harry Potter games, they always make Harry Potter look like Daniel Radcliffe. Because yeah. they have to. Kind of. I mean, yeah, in the past, yeah. if you've ever played on like the PS4, his face is a bit mashed. But, you know, it's kind Maybe of Maybe it's there. just accurate with ageing, surely. No, no, no. Um, this <laughs> or blame is the a, pixels. Well, so we know that uh, Star-Lord is played by Chris Pratt. Yeah. He doesn't look anything like him in this. Is it, it Chris Pratt woke up with a hangover, probably got run over and got eaten by a tiger? It's like, like a much younger Chris Pratt who got eaten by a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> like Drax doesn't look like Drax. Like all the characters are... Groot is the only one that looks like Groot. I am Groot. And also the voice acting is really good 90% of the time. They should have got me. 
<laughs> what to do, Groot? I am Groot. Yeah. I, mean, I it, am Groot. Try lower. I am Groot. You're, you're hired. But it's better than Avengers, that game, because they bothered to put an online mode and then didn't focus oh, on well. the story. Whereas in this one, they actually have a quite good story. Right. Just going back to how they look, though. Why can't they seem to like get this right? They just don't want to... I think what it is is that they don't want to pay. Because you can pay. It's or- worth it, guys. If you pay, then we'll pay. <laughs> you pay, we pay. But I think also sometimes the actors don't want their likeness to be used or whatever. So there's always like rights issues and stuff like that. If anybody wants to make a computer-like game character out of me, then, then feel free. Oh, wow. What would it be called, your game? Guardians of the Dishwasher. Guardians of the Ironing. Guardians of Making Tea. Guardians you of don't Hoovering. Make tea. Guardians, Guardians of Hoovering. Guardians of Cleaning the Shower. <laughs> Guardians of Bailey the Bunny. That's our actual job. Yeah. Do you think we're his legal guardians? Oh, God. Poor him. <laughs> Poor him. But this game is good if you want a story. The gameplay is very like Kena Bridge of Spirits that you like oh, so much. Oh, I love that. It's quite simplistic in a good way. It's like there are baddies come out and then you can you know, use Groot's branches to attack them and you can fly around as Star-Lord and shoot them with your double guns and stuff. It's really quite good, actually. And the graphics are actually pretty damn good. What would you give it out of 10, it's then? a 7 out of 10. It could have been great, but it's good. And if you like the comics more than the film, then I would say get it because... It's more based on the comics than the actual film. Uh, it's usually 60 quid, although there's a deal on uh, very often. You can get it for about 38. It's on PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and there's a cloud version on the Switch, but absolutely don't play that because it's unplayable. <laughs> That's all. Anything else to say? Uh... I've got a game for you. Oh, have you? Jurassic World Evolution 2 yes. has just come out. Yes! We haven't t- quite had time to squeeze it in with looking for rugs and uh, <laughs> trying to buy curtains for the house. <sighs> Uh, but you'll do that on next month. Yeah. Dino Simulator. I've actually, we've been away for so long and then we've just been busy with work. I've actually missed playing games. You haven't played too much, have you? But you no, need to. I want to get back into it. Well, you can we've have got the Jurassic. Switch. We've got the Switch. Uh, yeah, and I'll play with the Jurassic and we'll review that next time. And hey, look, we want to know what you're playing at home as well. What are you, what are you playing that you would recommend or that's actually a load of rubbish? You can tweet <laughs> us. We're at Naked Gaming Pod or follow us on Insta. They're organised, industrious and hungry. But in the undergrowth, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Empires of the Undergrowth is a fast-paced ant colony management game developed by Slug Disco Studios. Underground, you build your nest, construct tunnels and store food. On the surface, your ants claim territory, gather resources and clash with other colonies. Head to thenakedscientist.com forward slash empires game for more.